step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome everyone to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter Bible Study, where I'm your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. I want to just say praise God. I praise God for everyone that is on the line, those that are making their way to the line, and those that wish they could be on the line. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and BKI is in full effect. Amen. We have a good uh, teaching on tonight. Hallelujah. We're going to be finishing up here uh, within the next week or two uh, our series upon spiritual warfare. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you are in a fight, whether you want to be in one or not? Hallelujah. Have you ever been in one of those fights that you're like, man, I don't want to fight you, but you just keep getting hit and beat up on the way home? You're getting hit on the way to bed. You're getting hit when you wake up. You're getting hit. Come on, y'all. Sometimes you want to have to get up and fight. Amen. Hallelujah. Aren't you tired of that bully in your life? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and uh, let the Lord have his way. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We're going to just go ahead and play a little bit of music here. How about that wine? Do you want the best wine? Or are you like the sour wine that you may be uh, sipping out of? Amen. Glory be to God. Make sure that wine's going in. New and you know wine. how we do. You know, to appease the people. Put the best wine out first. Don't act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Better smile at me, I'm going to call your name. You put the best wine out first and then once, you know, y'all know what I'm saying. You put the cheap wine out last. I don't know about you, but I want the best wine. Is it alright if I take my time? Y'all ready to go? This is the last song, so y'all. Is it okay? How about you say?
Cadillacs, for being our strong tower. Hallelujah. For being our healer. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, our provider. Hallelujah. Our sustainer. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Even in the trying times that we are in, oh, God, you continue to show yourself mighty. Hallelujah, God. And we just thank you. We thank you, Father, for the power that you have given us through your spirit, oh, God. Hallelujah. To stand still and to see the glory of the Lord by faith. Hallelujah, God. Hey, rubble, sin, rubble, Oh, God, restore the joy to those, Father God, that are down and out, those that are worried and confused, those, Father God, that are stressed. Hallelujah. Oh, God, help them pass the test. Hallelujah, that they're able to grow. Hallelujah. In you, Father God, that they may look to the hills to where their help cometh from, oh, God. Hallelujah. And not look down to the ground. Hallelujah. And mope and frown. Glory. Father, we thank you. Ah, yes, Lord. As we move, hallelujah, we just allow your spirit to groove. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. All right, y'all, let's do it before we get to it. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you some time to go get your Bibles, go get your notepad, go get your pen. As I say, it makes no sense to be in a training class, a teaching class, and not having your teaching tools, a pen, a paper, hallelujah, and your Bible. Now, your sword, you should always carry your sword. That's, that's just like leaving the house without money. I mean, you always make sure you got money in your pocket, so we need to make sure that we got our sword at hand, because we never know when we got to kill a demon, amen? Glory be to God, hallelujah. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of time, go get what you need, and we're going to come back and jump right into this thing, amen? Glory be to God, yes, Lord. Ah, yes, Lord, glory be to God, Lord, we glorify you. Magnify your name, oh God. Yes, Lord. I, oh, you're mighty in battle, oh God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, glory. Huh? Oh, how many of y'all know the enemy don't want y'all to know this stuff? He don't want you to know this stuff. He don't want, to, he don't want you to know how to fight. Hallelujah. Because he's going to have to find another way to come at you. He can't come through the same doors. Hallelujah. He can't come through the same way. Because you'll have more information on how to stand. Now, the rest is up to you. I mean, the information uh, can be told, but you're the one that's going to have to operate in it. You're going to have to put it to good use. Amen. Don't let it just sit on the shelf. Amen. That's like knowing how to fight. Hallelujah. And not throwing a punch. Amen. Yeah, I mean, it's time we got to fight. We got to fight. We got to fight. So um, we're going to get the tools from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we can understand how. Our adversary is moving in some of the uh, weapons that he uses. Now, one of the most effective weapons, and this is what we're going to be going over tonight, because we want to we want to know what is he using to continue to put me in a chokehold. And you know what that thing is? Adversity. I'm gonna say that again. Adversity. What's adversity? Good question. Adversity. Is difficulty, having difficulty. So when you have a trial in your life, that's adversity because it's some difficulty going on. 
Amen. And see, when things get difficult, what do we do? We retreat. What do we do? We get depressed. What do we do? We try to fight it in our own fleshly manner. What do we do? The thing that we should do is turn to God. Amen. Amen. See, one of the things I, I, I want I want to I, I got to let you know. You should already know this. Satan and his demons have already lost the war. Okay. So any advancement that they make in this life is because you've given them the permission. You have given them the permission to do what they are doing in your life. You've given them permission, whether you know it or not. See, the only power that they have is the power that you give them. It's already done. They've already been defeated. But they're still trying to get in where they can fit in. And we open the door wide open and say, come on in. But then we want to complain when they start acting crazy in our life. Uh-huh. See, this, the greatest weapon at Satan's disposal, it's the greatest weapon at Satan's disposal to get you to give in to him and give away your God-given Power. This is what adversity does. When you come against a trial or, or come against a hard time or, or, or you, you don't have the money for your rent, uh, you, 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 your phone bill is, is, your phone done got cut off. These adversities. What do we do? Do we go to God or do we turn and mope? Do we turn to God? Or do we give away that God-given power? Faith. The Bible says, hallelujah, count it all joy when you go through various trials. Why do you want to call it all joy? Because adversity is a trial. So we need to stay joyous in the midst of the adversity. Why? Because our joy is where we get our power from. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So if the joy of the Lord is our strength, why are we giving our joy away whenever adversity comes into our life? Hmm. See, they brainwash us, people of God. They brainwash us. See, we watch TV, we, we, we listen to the media, we watch the television, and whenever adversity hits them, they go cuckoo. You see an individual lose their job on TV. Next scene, they're in a bar talking to the counselor, the bartender. You see? They're doing something negative. They, 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 the next scene, they're in their bedroom. All the blinds are closed, and they're in the bed, eating bonbons and watching TV and crying with a, a box of toilet tissue next to them. You see? So what do we do? We do exactly what we see because we don't know any better. And generation after generation, guess what? It just becomes the norm. So this is where we're at. But people, it's time to wake up. We're not from this planet. We're just bypassing. We're peculiar people. We don't do things the way they do things on this earth. Hallelujah. We are to count it all joy. You fire me? Glory be to God. It must be in the plan of God. He got something else better for me. My God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. Because you know what you're doing? You're operating in faith. Faith without works is dead. 
So don't be dead. Operate in faith. Bring life into your life, not death. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, this is the story of Job. Uh, when we choose to believe the scenario that Satan paints through pain and rejection and victimization, then we are giving him power. When we buy into the lie. Oh, I'm a victim. Oh, they did this to me. Oh, they did that to me. Ain't nobody do nothing to you. Nobody did nothing to you. Mm -hmm. See, God is purposing this. Why? So that you can grow. And so that you can grow uh, in him. That he can pull something out of you that is in you that you don't even know is there. Listen, everything you need to fulfill the purpose of your life upon the earth, God put in you. You don't think that he wouldn't do that? You think he would put you on the earth with a purpose with nothing to fulfill the purpose within you? It's all there. But the thing of it is, is you don't know it's there. So what God has to do is he has to put things in your life. He has to allow things to happen in your life so that you will pull upon those things that are in you that you don't know that's in you. How many times have you said, oh, my God, this is going to kill me, but you still living? How am I going to get through this? You got through it. And when you look back at it, you're stronger than you were before you went in it. When you look at it, you thank God for it because it brought forth something in you you didn't even know it was there. So don't you think you should count it all joy? Because there's something that you're going to get out of it that's going to be a benefit to you and the purpose that you have been placed upon this earth. Amen? But remember this. He can only operate through consent and cooperation. You see, you have to consent. You have to agree. So when that negative thing happens, if you agree to it, what do you mean agree? Why would I agree to something that I know Satan is doing? Or why would I agree to something negative? By your emotions. Your emotions. See, the thing you have to remember is this. Satan comes to uh, hit you uh, in your emotions so that you react. It's like putting your hand on a hot stove. You put it on a hot stove, ah, you pop up just like that. Just a react. So when something hits you, you react. Anger, you react. Sadness, you react. Worry, you react. Fear, you react. All these are emotions. But see, when the spirit of God hits you, he hits your spirit. And it, when it hits your spirit, you don't react, you respond. But the only way that you can respond is by having faith in God. This is why he says, count it all joy when you go through various trials and temptations for the testing. Uh-oh. The testing of your faith is the trial. The testing of your faith is the trial. What are you going to do? Are you going to stand still or are you going to react? You see? Are you going to stand still or are you going to react? Mm-hmm. Yes. See, the testing of your faith, it produces patience, standing still. And it says in James chapter 1, verse 2 through 6, it says, and when patience has its perfect work, 
When it's totally complete, you will be whole lacking nothing. What is it saying? Everything that goes on in life, you will just sit back and say, God got it. I ain't got to do nothing. All I got to do is trust and believe, and I will receive. Are you there yet? Because, see, that's what it's going to take not to consent or cooperate with the enemy. Other than that, we are going to consent because our emotions are going to get in the way. We're going to get stressed out. We're going to get worried. We're going to get fearful. And none of that stuff is of God. So we have consented. We have come into cooperation with the wiles of the enemy to set his trap in our life, and we're helping him. We're, we're an accomplice because he can't do it all by himself. He needs us. So we are joining in and ruining our own life. So don't put that on nobody else. That's, your, that's on you. Ain't nobody told you to hook up with the enemy and fall into sadness and all this stuff. God says give everything to him. God says stand to see the salvation of the Lord. God said he will fight your battles. God said that he will do. God said believe in me. God said, but are you doing what God said? My God. Mm-hmm. See, it goes like this. Because of the pain, you'll choose to believe Satan and not the Bible. The Bible says, by his stripes, you are healed. Do you believe that? Or when the pain hits and you say, ow, you're, oh, my God, I was praying, oh, God, man. Oh, I went to Benny Hinn, and Benny Hinn didn't heal me because I still feel the pain. But do you believe what the Bible says? Are you giving in to the pain? Mm-hmm. Or is this, you choose to live by your emotions, not by the will of the spirit. Or do you choose to believe that if there was a God, he would not allow me to suffer like this? See, these are the things that people assume. That, 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 that I choose to think that God doesn't really care about me because if he cared about me, he wouldn't allow me to go through the stuff that I'm going through. But if you don't go through the stuff you're going through, how are you going to grow? How are you going to get those tools, those things, those gifts, and those talents that are in you outside of you or activate them without going through something to pull on them? Mm-hmm. See, we got this problem thinking that it's all about us. We like we we like spoiled little kids. You know how your kid wants something, and they're like, "Oh, you just hate me because you won't get it for me." That's the, I mean, we grown, we mature, we we understand how stupid that sounds. Do you know how stupid we sound to God sometimes? My God, uh huh. Listen, Satan. See, see, see this. Listen, listen, this, listen, this. Satan, I give you permission. To tell me I'm not really a man, even though I was born a male. See, 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 you got some folks that gave in to the fact that they don't even think they're a man no more. So now they want to go get a sex change because they say, I was born a man, but this ain't who I'm supposed to be. That's a lie for the pit of hell. You better ask somebody. Glory be to God. Listen to this one. I choose to cooperate with you. When you tell me I want alcohol, I need another drink. I can't cope with it. I can't sleep without it. I can't live without it. The devil is a lie. 
You see, these are the lies from the pit of hell that we believe. We give in. We come and consent to it. And we cooperate. See, we got to consent first, and then we cooperate. I believe it, so let's move in it. Consent, cooperate. What are you consenting to, and what are you cooperating in? Amen? Because we got to kill that thing. We in a war. And if you ain't winning, the Lord going to give you some tools tonight that's going to give you the ability to overturn and overthrow that devil, put him in a chokehold. Hallelujah. Let him tap out because you've been tapping out all your life. Amen. It's time for a change. Glory be to God. Listen to this one here. Listen, adversaries or adversity causes us to focus on our flesh and to doubt God. See, that's what adversity does. That's what that's what difficulties that come in our life does. It, it puts us in a place to to to, to begin to uh, 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 focus on our flesh, our emotions, and doubt God. When you were going through a difficult time in your life, did you at first trust God, or did you at first trust your flesh? What do I mean by that? Great question. Did you try to get yourself out of it first before you found out that you couldn't get yourself out of it? Matter of fact, you made it worse. So now you're going to turn to God. After everything that you done tried, now you're going to go to the one that can do it because you can't do it. Have you ever done that? I guess I'm the only one. Okay, okay, I'll be the only one. Listen, here's a few important reminders for the hour of adversity. So when you're going through, See, the thing you got to realize is this. You can't give the enemy no play. What do I mean? When adversity hits, you got to start to fight right there. You can't grab a hold of it and, 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 and salivate in it, marinate in it, and then say, oh, well, I guess I'll fight now. I didn't marinated in this long enough. Let me go ahead and no. Because the longer you marinate in it, the more power you're giving it. So when you get ready to fight, you can't fight. You already in the chokehold. You tied up like a pit, like one of them uh, 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 one of them bulls in in one of those bull uh, competitions where they where they lasso the bull and then they come out and jump off the horse and then uh, uh, wrap their feet and now you're on your back with your feet tied and you can't do nothing because you took the time to salivate and marinate in the adversity. We can't do that, people. We can't do that. We can't do that. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Turn with me to, uh, let's go to John chapter 16 and verse 33. John chapter 16 and verse 33. Glory be to God. Listen, we're talking about spiritual warfare here. We're talking about the most effective weapon that Satan uses against us, adversity. Hallelujah. The difficulties in life, the things that come our way. Hallelujah. Those things that blindside us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord, we're going to go here to Okay, I said John 16, hallelujah, and we're going to go to verse 33, John 16 and verse 33, hallelujah, glory be to God, glory be to God, yes, Lord, hallelujah, and it reads this, here we go, these things I have spoken unto you, 
that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. See, adversity causes us to focus on the flesh and doubt God. Now, Jesus said he's overcome the world. So why are you depending upon you when the person that's overcome the world is telling you to come to him? See, what we do, we are gods upon the earth, but we're little gods. We're supposed to listen to the big God. He gives us the orders on how to move upon the earth that he has put us on to take dominion of. But how can we take dominion of something that we didn't create? Why don't we listen to the one that created not just the earth, but us? That's where the power is at, and he's placed it in us. But what we're doing is we're allowing the power that was placed in us to sit dormant because we want to use our finite mind and try to do things out of our finite flesh that is getting us more jacked up and sideways, hallelujah, if we just follow. A lot of the situations that we go through would not last as long. No, I'm not going to sit up here and say, if we would just listen to God, we wouldn't go through it. No, hallelujah, listening to God, we're going to go through all kinds of stuff. Because it's in what we go through that we grow to a higher height. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. Oh, I like, listen to this one. Listen, listen, listen. It's when we go through that we're able to grow to a higher height in God. Amen? Glory be to God. My God, my God. Listen to this one. Jesus told us ahead of time that he will have adversity. But even in having adversity, he's overcoming. He's overcome the world. Amen? He's overcome the world. Let's look at another scripture. Go to 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 1 and verse 5. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 5. Listen. It reads this. Which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which ye also suffer. Ooh, so what is that telling us there? It's telling us we're going to suffer. That ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God. Are you counted worthy? Are you counted worthy? Because because to be counted worthy means that ye will also suffer for the kingdom of God that you call, want to be worthy of. Amen? Glory be to God. But Jesus told us ahead of time that we will have adversity. We will suffer. Amen? Amen? Now, here, here's the thing. Listen. The more experience that you become in spiritual warfare, 
you're always going to have adversity that will uh, uh, be greater than your level of spiritual warfare. Because you ain't going to just win every fight just because you are a uh, spiritual warfare guru. Amen. You see, adversity means difficulty. And we're going to go through adversity all of our life. So if we're going to go through adversity all of our life, this means that the adversity that's coming from the spirit world, from the demonic spirits, are going to be greater than our level of spiritual warfare. What am I saying? You're always going to fight something that is greater because it's just the way it is. Glory be to God. Let's see what Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8 has to say about this. Let's go to Corinth and see what was stated by Paul. Let's go to Corinth. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Second Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8. And it reads, glory be to God. Hallelujah. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength insomuch that we despaired even our life, meaning they suffered. They suffered a greater degree than they were prepared for. Have you ever suffered a greater degree? Have you ever suffered to something that was greater than you? I mean, I, I mean, let, let, let's say you became homeless. You became homeless because you just didn't have the money to pay your rent. That's a difficulty. And it's greater than you because you don't have control of the money that you needed. But now you're homeless. Everything you had, you lost. This is a difficult thing. This is a difficult thing. Now, are we going to focus upon the world and the things and, and, and all this? Or are we going to focus on God, the one that can restore everything, that can put us in a better place? Hallelujah. See, sometimes it's how we look at things that allows us to get through that thing. But if we stay stuck on the negative of that thing, hallelujah, we're going to stay stuck for a longer period of time. But if we can focus upon the light at the end of the tunnel and allow that light to get greater and to drown out the darkness, we can come out the darkness a lot faster. But that's up to you. You can stay stuck like Chuck on the darkness, or you can come into the light and let the light overcome the darkness. Amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My God, you have the ability to completely reverse the field with Satan when you understand that your suffering can produce God's glory. Did you know that your suffering can produce the glory of God? Your suffering can produce the glory of God. Do you believe me? Don't believe me. Let's go to the word of God. Go to uh, Romans 
chapter 8. We're going to read verse 17 and 18. Romans chapter 8, verse 17 and 18. Amen. We're going to finish up here real quick. I don't want to keep you all too long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My spiritual son told me, he said, Dad, you're keeping them too long. The, 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 the lessons are good, but, but you're keeping them too long. I mean, you, you're stuffing them. You're stuffing them. They, you're stuffing them. So give them a little room to where they can eat and, and leave full and comfortable and come back to the dinner table next week. So I'm taking his advice. You know, we, 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 you know, don't think, don't get, don't get grown in the things of God. Amen. It don't matter who, hallelujah, you are. It don't matter what title or position you hold. Individuals, God will speak through anybody. Amen. Glory be to God. So sometimes we need to just humble ourselves and listen. Amen. Because what some people may be telling you may be very beneficial. Amen. But then we have to discern the spirit and know that it is of God. Because some things some people are telling you is to hurt you, kill you, to put you in a place, hallelujah, that you're not meant to be in. Amen. Glory be to God. Let's get back, hallelujah, to the topic at hand. Now, that one I'm going to give you all for free. I'm going to have to charge you for the next one. Okay. Verse 17. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, is so, if so, be that we suffer with him. Uh-oh. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. 18. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. What is he saying? He's saying you're going to suffer, but if you go through this suffering, boy, what I got in store for you is greater. The glory is going will be greater than anything that you can suffer. If God showed you what it was that he has in store for you, if you just suffer, if you go through the adversity, boy, we will be standing up. We will be praising God in the midst of everything, good, bad, or indifferent, because we cannot fathom what God has waiting for us, those that suffer for him. My God. I'm going to close with this one, y'all. Listen. Praise is the answer to this one. Praising the Lord makes us aware of his presence and ability and enables us to focus on his truth instead of our circumstance. Praise. Mm -hmm. It forces our emotions to line up with our will. It forces our emotions to line up with our will instead of making our will line up with our emotions. Ooh. You get that? You get that? Let me, I'm going to repeat that again. It says, it forces our emotions, our emotions, to line up with our will. So if our will is to line up with God's will, that means our emotions must line up with the will of God. Not our will to line up with our emotions. And this is how many of us are living. We're living, allowing our will, our actions to line up with our emotions. We got it backwards. We have the cart before the horse. 
our emotions. Mm, my God, are not to run us. Our emotions are not to run us. Our emotions are to line up with the will. Amen. It submits our will to the truth of the word of God. It drives Satan away. It drives Satan away. You know why? Because Satan wants to hit our emotions. But when our emotions are lining up with the will of God, there's nothing that Satan can do but run away. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and 5. See what it says there. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and 5. Amen? See what it says here. Okay. 1 Corinthians 14 and 5. This is what it reads. Here we go. I would that ye all speak with tongues, but rather that ye prophesy. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. That the church may receive edifying. So basically, what he's stating is, I would rather ye all speak with tongues, but rather ye prophesy. Look within the spirit realm into the future things. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh. Because he that speaketh is speaking something that he does not understand. Amen? But to interpret you're able to understand and share that with the church, which will edify, build up those in the church. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this lesson. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. For the understanding of adversity. Give us, Father God, the strength through your spirit to stand. Lord, I pray that you I pray, Father God, that those that are in need of more trust, more belief in you, Lord God, that you may give it, Lord God, and give it in a way that uh, that will not lead them, Father God, astray, Father God, hallelujah. Oh, God, we must sometimes ask what we pray for, but I'm praying, Father God, for strength for those that are in need. I'm praying for faith for those that are in need, Lord God, for it is through faith, Father God, hallelujah, that we can be patient, hallelujah, in the time of trial and tribulation, Lord God, hallelujah. And for those that have faith, Father God, I pray for an increasingness of patience, Lord God, patience with you as well as patience within themselves, Father God, as you are working things out, Father God, in the lives of your people, give them the patience to stand still. Father God, and wait upon you, hallelujah, to lead them into or through the gate that you are preparing for them. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. We pray, amen. I want to thank each and every person that has come upon the line uh, on tonight and uh, took the time out to hear uh, 
the words of the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and go over our weekly schedule, amen, that will be getting revised here um, uh, in about a week or so. Hallelujah. We have some new uh, shows that will be coming on that will be a huge benefit. Uh, uh, Prophet uh, uh, John Valentine, uh, he's going to be coming on, hallelujah, with a show uh, dealing with uh, what people's lives were like prior to coming into the things of God and what, how they got from uh, being here into coming over here. We all know that we must go through, hallelujah, some things to cross over. And even in the crossing over, we must, hallelujah, uh, go through some things to grow and to be strengthened. Amen. So this show would really be a benefit for those that feel like they're stuck. Those, hallelujah, that have maybe even backslid and uh, feel like God doesn't love them uh, to come out of Hallelujah. I was there myself. Hallelujah. And God will bring you through. Amen. Glory be to God. So that's one of the shows. And we have a few others that will be coming on, uh, which will be a blessing to MBKI and the podcast. Glory be to God. Wednesdays, we have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central and 9 p.m. Eastern. Hallelujah. Friday is beta mentoring. This is our mentoring line. Hallelujah. There'll be many different uh, uh, up and coming leaders coming on. This is the platform to where they're able to exercise their gifts and talents. Hallelujah. Build confidence within themselves to go out and do thus says the Lord. Glory be to God. Come and support them. That's 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern at the same number, 515-605- and hallelujah. Then we have on Saturday an hour of power. This is where my wife, uh, Prophetess Donna Baxter, hallelujah, leads our hour of prayer. Y'all, y'all got to come out. You got to come out. There's been some great things going on. A lot of people leaving. Hallelujah. Set free, full of peace, full of joy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It's at noontime Pacific Standard Time, 2 o'clock Central and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, There is a different number, hallelujah, for this line, hallelujah. It's 727-731-4401. That's 727-731-4401, hallelujah. And on Sunday, we have My Brother's Keepers, where we're in uh, part six of A Measure of a Man, what it takes to be a leader, a true, mature man of God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, if, if you're a man, if you're a woman, it doesn't matter. Come out because some women need to understand the type of husband they really need. Not a man that has a big bank account, but a man that's walking in the uh, lightness of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, Lord, we praise you and we thank you. Now, if you need uh, more understanding of time, if you didn't couldn't write the times down, uh, you get mixed up in the days, you can always go to our website at mbkiministries.com. That's mbkiministries.com. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you came in late, hallelujah, into the broadcast, you can always go to our podcast, hallelujah, at anchor.fm forward slash m 
MBKI. Or you can go to Spotify, type in MBKI, and you will see us. Our Google Podcast, hallelujah, or uh, 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 I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> but any of those podcasts, we all over the place, y'all. We, we're in nine different countries. Hallelujah. We have people from all over the world listening in. Hallelujah. And we just thank God for them. So we're going to tune on out. But one thing I do want to say, as I always say at the end of every episode, walk by faith and not by sight. We love you, and we shall see you sooner than later. God bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.